just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. What the fuck is up and welcome to the Ravens, a motherfucking One Tree, motherfucking Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I motherfucking love One Tree Hill. I'm Tom and I've seen 46 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's motherfucking episode for debate is like you, like a motherfucking arsonist. (laughs) What's just happened? Are you keeping that in? Keeping up the appearances. Error. Reconfiguring. Perspective, nephew. I'm here to adjust yours. Gonna have problems with her hands. Someone yeah. she can pick up plates and not feel that they're boiling. You uh-huh. know, she's got asbestos fingers. They're gonna be rough. What is that? Is that like, a crow's foot? What the fuck? At the cafe, like, can I can I see something Italian? Can I see that it had an impact on you? Can I see that what Keith and Lucas went through for them six weeks that you were away were worth it, Karen? Karen! You know, like the person you've become, then do something about it because no one's gonna do it for you. Karen! Wild dreams are born. Wait, why are you making this shit up? What do you, what's wrong with you? Be- no, not Philip. Felix. <laughs> Felix not working. Felix, it's over. <laughs> the asthma's doing you wonders. I watched him have a shit in an alley and I watched him kiss his first girlfriend. Must have been a big dog. <laughs> when do you plan to start living? Hello, mate. Alright, guys. How you doing, boozy? That's a one dunk and you're done kind of biscuit. I'm not fucking about, mate. <laughs> He's like... Don't be mean, no, Simon. Listen, keep being mean. I'm going to make you call me Colonel, okay? ATM over here. you just become a raven. Love that. Love that. Love that. Don't in the snow. Keith, what is slab and beef? Absolutely. A las cuevos, a One Tree Hill podcast. Soy Simon, why me encanta One Tree Hill. Holiday. I was not expecting season premiere, after spending the summer out of town, Brooke returns to Tree Hill. Lucas welcomes his mother at the airport. Peyton investigates a mysterious woman who claims to be her mother. Meanwhile, Nathan must deal with Haley's, aka bitch, and her reappearance, and the aftermath of the fire at Scott Motors. Dan's fate after the fire is revealed. So hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it's always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is season three, episode one, like you, like an arsonist, Dom... We are here, and we are alone. How are you, my friend? I'm very well, thank you. I've had an incredibly busy last couple of days, and it's all catching up with me. 
but it's fine. I'm okay. I'm surviving. I'm happy that I'm here. I'm in Podland, Poddington, as I like to call it, with my my best bud Simon. How are you? What? Oh, I'm very good. It couldn't have been that busy. We played football yesterday morning. I mean, <laughs> like since then, it has been non-stop. <laughs> I promise you. I just, I have not stopped. It's, I've had a crazy day today. I you. A crazy day. And I'm delivering I delivering you. some training to some very important people tomorrow, uh, like a little webinar. And yeah, I've got uh, a lot of prep work to do for that. I did a presentation first thing this morning, so I was doing that pretty much uh, all night last night, as well as being on on a like a shift for my job at the same time. So, all very exciting, but uh, a lot to do. How did how did we do on the presentation i say we because we're a team and everything here Ravens. <laughs> we did well we did well it, it it went off without a hitch people seemed okay and understood and i pretty much blasted through it as quickly as i possibly could so nobody asked me any questions so <laughs> i couldn't get anything wrong <laughs> the classic questions no nope. <laughs> okay thank you for your time today bye-bye <laughs> <laughs> excellent well good and it's incredibly hot here like you know the uk is not known for its hot weather oh. but global warming yeah hey, plastics <laughs> and methane gas killing the rainforest and guess what we get hot summers now <laughs> so, but unbearably hot like too hot like like I, like luna won't even go outside she's our dog for you know anyone this first time listening if you're first time listening you're jumping in late go back start at the beginning earn your place pigeon but uh, she's a labrador and she just won't even go outside she like went outside a little bit earlier it's like fuck this no in and then you go inside and it's like you know like you know when you get to like a, a hot country and you step off the plane you get that instant blast of like heat yeah and you're like oh holiday swimming pools sangria <laughs> good times <laughs> swimming pools is the main thing or the ocean or things that cool you down corona ask vin diesel fast and the furious family live life one quarter of an inch of a mile at a time or something like that <laughs> but no when it's here it's just i'm sweating i'm burning because my skin is made of paste and uh generally i'm uncomfortable so how do you find it uh, um yeah it's not great is it i i saw chris o'dowd you know the actor chris o'dowd was in the it crowd uh, was in Bridesmaids as well. He was on TV yesterday talking about a new play he's in. And um, the presenters that were interviewing him said, hey, you must be used to this kind of weather. You live in L.A. And he was like, this is just pure humidity. In L.A. it's like hot, but here it's humid. And you walk outside and you're just a like a puddle of sweat. And I, like, I just totally, totally agree with that. I, I went for a walk. I went for like a half an hour walk earlier today. Um, just to the end of the village and back that I live in and came back and I was just like <laughs> it was like that wet t-shirt contest we had <laughs> the weekend <laughs> well, well sorry I say we had I had <laughs> we, I was just one of the judges there was actually seven judges and you got a perfect score so from everyone <laughs> yeah one 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 <laughs> all the way along <laughs> I got asked about well, uh, pictures and proof 
for the wet t-shirt contest but the um mm. the camera broke right well we did an ig live we did an instagram <laughs> live our first one ever yeah on sunday we had uh, my wife hosted a barbecue for us me and friends and uh and i just sat next to dom and i decided to just flick on the instagram live and uh we were on there for about three minutes um sang a bit of travis and then we we busted out of there so <laughs> maybe we'll do it again who knows did you did you enjoy your time did you enjoy your birthday did you have a lovely nice birthday i did i, I was very spoiled um my beautiful wife did an amazing job and yeah i loved it good times it was great i had a great time there we go then <laughs> another satisfied customer we're all good here in the barbecue hosting department but dom ravens news so for our our patrons our ravens we uh we just put out our first highlight watch along video so we know that not everyone can go can join us for the weekly watch alongs so as mentioned on the last episode uh, Dom is taking the reins and going to edit together a little highlight reel for each of these episodes. And uh, the first one uh, came out today. So it's a private link on Patreon. And so if you missed the live watch along, you can get some of the best parts. Obviously, it's better to get the live experience. But you get this now so you can catch up. You know what I'm saying? So... That, so the first one's out oh, that was season three episode one and we're going to do our our watch along for episode two of season three tonight so yeah they'll just come out weekly yeah there you go this this is this feels like the most anticipated season so far like people were hyped for season one there was a dip in season two not because of our performance but because of Never. one tree hills performance like yeah. people people hating on that season like there's no tomorrow um mm-hmm. but you know when we reach the end of that season everyone's like yes season three so this is it this is like the most anticipated episode anticipated moment of of all time surely like nothing mm-hmm. has been more important than this in the world ever never never and never will it never will there be yeah there's not going to be anything more important than this exact podcast episode right now yeah there are probably more important podcast episodes, Brian, up to come later in this season. But did you just call me uh, Brian? Yes. Yeah, uh, oh, you would get it. You would get it. Right. Mine and my wife's favorite line from The Office, the US one, of course, is in one of the later seasons. Uh, Kelly is going out with Ravi. He's like the Doctor. Yeah. But. But Ryan is, like, still obsessed with her. You know, it's kind of like he only wants her when he can't have her, that sort of thing. Uh, and Sorry, go on. Yeah, go on. Oh, I was going to say, is this when the, 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 the boss's wife calls him Brian? Calls Ryan Brian? No, no that probably does happen. But uh. there's they're in, like, the, the break room, and there's the guy, I've forgotten his name, who works in the warehouse. He gets really funny towards the end. Um Oh, what is his name? He's like white guy. He's got like maybe he's like balding. Yeah, he thinks that um oh, forgetting their names. 
not like Gareth. He thinks that Daryl's. He thinks, yeah, he thinks Daryl's giving him like some gloves at some point or something, but it's for his girlfriend. Do, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were gloves for for Vanessa. Is it Vanessa? Y- yeah, but he yeah, takes yeah. them. Is it? It's not. It's not like Gareth or Garth or something. Something like something that. weird like that. And it's probably like dave <laughs> it's something like that. his his a hilarious character but there's a point where they're debating in the in the break room and they're saying um you know should it be you know ryan's there saying what's so special about this you know ravi guy and he goes and in this tone he goes um i don't even know ravi brian but i from what i know of you I'm going to go with Ravi. <laughs> and so we, we always just go, you know, if it's something like uh, in that tone, like, um, you know, do you want a sandwich? Uh, yeah, I have a sandwich, Brian. <laughs> that was a terrible example. But sometimes it just fits and then you just call someone Brian. But only, <laughs> anyway, I would cut this out, but I'm just being lazier with the editing now because life is busy. I think it's just more of a, a real experience. But, you know, this is something that I want to mention. So I had someone message me the other day. I won't, I won't say who it is, but they'll know who it is um, on Instagram. And they were asking me about, they were being so polite and asking about whether they could, they could follow your page right like your your page your actual not the mighty ravens like your page um and i was like yeah of course like of course of course do that like um i was explaining it was one of our ravens you know and i was explaining this isn't like other podcasts and things like we're not this isn't like we're the center or we're like the thing and the people are like fans of us or anything it's that we're we're just building a community of like-minded people to be friends with like as in it's not just about us being friends with people it's about people being friends of listeners being friends with each other as well and we all having the same thing in common that we all love this show and you know you're being introduced to the show and but this is like we you know we're not like professional podcasters like we do it for the love of it so yeah follow our pages message us with stuff like it doesn't have to be one tree hill related like we're we we want to get to know you guys and we want to develop you know friendships from it that's like the sort of the whole point of it you know so don't ever worry or think of it as being like do, do you get what i'm trying to say dom yeah i think most people tend to reach out to me on the mighty ravens uh instagram at the mighty ravens if you uh if you're interested in having a look um but i think that's because my personal account i've had for years and i i don't put a lot on there but uh, you know I, I look through stuff i like stuff i share stuff but also there's like restricted access to so you have to like request to follow me and i think that puts yeah. people off sometimes um but yeah if you know people listen to the podcast and they want to you know follow my personal page that's that's fine that doesn't bother me i'll follow back as always um yeah please do i'll I'll just sometimes it takes me a a day or two to like have a look at it but yeah yeah i've got no issue with it at all um like i said my my personal account was never made for like podcasting or anything like that you know simon is called simon podcasts on it and it's for simon to put his own content out or share any content that he wants and invite the wider world into you know his kind of corner of podcasting 
which is great. Mine is just an account I've had for a long time, and I, I always kind of keep the the restricted access thing on. But yeah, please follow if you want to. Well, it's like for uh, for patrons, for specifically, we make a point of trying to get to know all of our patrons, especially like when people know that are on the watch alongs, like. We take um, we take a bit of time to talk to everyone individually because it's more than just a subscription thing, you know. Like for example, I joined a Patreon. This was a while ago of a podcast that I love, 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 love. It's finished now, um, and it just doesn't take away from the podcast. But they weren't interactive at all. Like as in the Patreon, that they wouldn't. You could you'd send messages, they wouldn't reply. Uh, you know, it was kind of like it was kind of just a one-way thing, and that's cool because that's just how they did it. And I was still happy to support what they were doing because I enjoyed the content so much, you know. But our thing, it's different. We're doing it in our own way. We're like imagining we're all in a room together and we want to talk and interact and get to know you and and, and make contact content that you want, you know. The only thing I will say is uh, as as much as all of you are very much welcome to uh you know follow or send me messages and like stuff and whatever please no spoilers i cannot be spoiled we've made it this far we've made it 46 episodes in and i still haven't been spoiled so um you guys are doing a fantastic job anyway of not sharing stuff with me you know there's there's pages that i follow on the mighty ravens and uh, i get a lot of warnings from them when they say don't look at you know my story today or don't look at you know a particular post i'm putting up if you could mute me for you know this amount of time or whatever that'd be great you know that they're, they're really really good with that and and that's that's fine I'm, I'm happy to happy to oblige because i don't want to spoil what we've got going here for sure for sure always spoilers over everything <laughs> well or no spoilers over everything that's right uh well as as we're talking about ravens our patreon ravens we have some new ones hey. we have some new members someone's gone from being Which... a pigeon to a raven <laughs> you know like in pokemon they've evolved <laughs> <laughs> but you know this is super humbling because at the moment every episode uh, that we're doing we're having new names to read out so it's uh it's super humbling we're we're super grateful so thank you so much so coming in at junior varsity we have Aaliyah. Aaliyah, you just became a raven. Coming in at Junior Varsity, we have Lisa. Lisa, you're no longer a pigeon. You just became a raven. Lisa, I'm really sorry if I've pronounced this wrong. I hope I've got it I hope I've got it right. It's Lisa, maybe it's Lisa. It's L I E S A. L-I-E-S-A, did you say? Yeah, L-I-E-S-A. Liza? Lisa? Liza. It might be Liza. Well, Liza, you just became a raven as well. If we've got that wrong, I'm really sorry. But you're going to come along to the watch along. We've discussed this at some point because of the time difference. uh, And and then we will get it 100% right. But um, yeah, I hope that that's right. And then coming in at Varsity, we have Vanessa. Vanessa, you just became a raven. That is our ravens for the week. 
we appreciate you thank you so much we hope to meet you on a watch along that would be awesome 11 p.m on wednesdays uk time links are on patreon of course dom we're alone we are alone and this is a anomaly because every episode pretty much a bar a couple are taken for the whole, the whole run of the show <laughs> and this was going to be the first time we were doing our new format where we're gonna you know we're gonna talk you and i for a bit and then our raven's gonna come on and we're gonna talk to them and we're gonna have some like new sort of set questions you know the five shows the bad movie but then we're gonna have some set things you know what was your favorite you know story line of this episode things like that but <laughs> the raven that we had on for this episode they left our patreon like two three days before i was about to just message them and be like hey what time you know we'll let them know all the details so they left um so that's cool we get it so you know there's, there could be a million reasons why and that all of them are completely cool uh, but it just means that this episode is empty, and Aww. so it's just you and me. It's a shame. I hope they still get the opportunity to listen, and they still they mm. still like to listen, and they haven't left for you know any, like reasons for not liking or enjoying it anymore. Um, <laughs> which you know can't be true. This is the most anticipated podcast of the year. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, they heard like actually, if I'm not a raven, I can be a pigeon and maybe they just prefer pigeons over ravens maybe just for, see ya <laughs> bye bye <laughs> but that's fine that's cool and uh, i'd kind of not really worked out in my head the extra talking i'm gonna have to do now because um normally there's someone else that that gets a bit of abuse uh, from you but no no it's kind of all coming my way or someone else gives me abuse and it mm-hmm. still kind of takes you know that little edge off me of having to to think of something to say <laughs> spotlight's back on you my man <laughs> well and you. you you're missing that that third element now as well that's okay this is good this is some season one vibes <laughs> we're back back to square one <laughs> back before i knew i had asthma them days yes yes but... <laughs> okay well where do you want to start? Who, which character do you want to start with? Well, I quite like the fact that you said we're back to season one vibes because there, there really is that feeling in this episode. Like throughout this whole episode, just kind of feel like um, almost characters are like, almost like they've evolved, but they're also resetting to how they were. It's quite strange, you know, Peyton's being uh, like tough, but aloof. Brooks being, you know... Um, what's the word how can i describe it without being insulting um uh, open relationship let's just put it there um lucas is being his you know hey we all want to know what other what adjectives she was going <laughs> to use instead of that <laughs> we all you said open so you re- and me here. Was, it, was it open relationship or was it open legs what yeah. were you going to say <laughs> It was more option B than option A. <laughs> There's a, f- a few ravens going, pigeon, P- turning myself into a pigeon. <laughs> the only thing I would say is is that in season one, she's very much kind of like that, isn't she? Uh, but I thought she was uh, a virgin the whole time. And... Can you have some composure? Jesus, man. I know there's not a third person here, but can you 
Are you not a professional? Are you not a professional at all? It's it's the, <laughs> the if only they could see the gestures that are, what that gestures? are coming from you. How uh, dare you? Such a shame that they can't. I'm not even going to describe it. That's just shocking. Anyway, describe what. So in season one, she's a little bit, you know, let's say free and loose. <laughs> but, oh my god! But, but uh, morals are added in eventually, aren't they? And she she finds out that she you know love someone and then gets hurt by that person and it's all very traumatic and dramatic and hard but in this seat like the start of this season episode one of season three it's anticipated podcast episode of the year has mm-hmm. uh kind of started with you know similar vibes do you not think like nathan's like back well into his basketball lucas is playing basketball on the river court he's you know getting chummy with Haley again Haley's back you know having a little cry don't we're not really fussed about her at the moment i'm sure that love will grow again but you know we'll leave that there right now and you know dan and deb are back in divorce territory so <laughs> it's just that's still that vibe right yeah it's a bit of a reset uh, but it but it does have a different vibe to season one like I posted a picture of season one to on Patreon for our watch along to be like as for the link just because you know n- nostalgia, and it just they they all have different vibes. Like season two to season one, it's a very different vibe, and I think season three to the other two have a different vibe. But I would say season three has more of a season one vibe than a season two vibe. Is that what is that sort of what you're saying? Yeah, so season one and season three are are closer, you know, mm. are closely matched in terms yeah. of the, the feeling of them and and what the content you're getting from it, and you know, the already from from episode one, you kind of that's how I felt anyway watching it. It's you know, season mm-hmm. two was season two was all all about change, wasn't it? It was all about something different. It was all about you know pushing to that next level, that next limit. Uh, or finding something new and and kind of going with it and uh, trying to change yourself, you know, some changed for the better, some didn't. Whereas season three is kind of like, I've tried that, let's go back to doing it that way, but I'm going to do it better. That's kind of how I feel this is going to go. Yeah, yeah, it's like a more enhanced season one. Yeah, I, I get that. Well... Let's see. We will see. Well, what's uh, who do you want to start with? Someone we uh, very, very rarely start with. There's been so many Nathan episodes lately. So many Nathan episodes. Um, but I'd actually quite like to start with Peyton. Okay. I didn't think you'd... Tell us a... I, I thought you would never imagine I would say Peyton to begin with, but... I mean... She's usually the last thing on my mind, but uh, <laughs> why not bring it to the front? Yeah, no, no problem. Well, I mean, we'd said in in the last episode about going over some of the rather than doing all of the scenes and everything, just sort of doing more of the general gist and and sort of discussing around it. So, I mean, the kind of the general idea with Peyton in this one is firstly we've got a new dad, well, same character but new actor who is played by the guy that played the dad in Smart House. Now, Smart House is a movie that was in 1999. It was a Disney Channel original movie, a DCOM. And it's special to to us as podcasters because that is the first podcast episode that Dom and I ever 
published and not only that it is special to me like i have like as in i don't know how to d- explain it but it was like it all just clicked on that episode you know it's on it's available now on patreon but it's also available for free on the mighty ravens podcast channel there's links below you know to all of that stuff and i think it holds up it's it's a it's a good one directed by the one and only lavar burton of star trek fame yeah can't go wrong can't can't go can't go wrong when you saw season three of one tree hill were you like oh my god i love the show even more now because he's from smart house I didn't know. See, look, I didn't get that reference because though I'd seen Smart House back in the day, I only had vague memories of it. Like I remembered like the robotic arm coming out of the house and things like that. And then a few years ago, when I first started working from home, and you know what that's like, sometimes you're like, I'm just not going to work this afternoon. I'm just going to go on to Google for a couple of hours and look at things from childhood. <laughs> and, uh, or is that just, that's just me? Anyway. <laughs> And and then I was like, oh yeah, this film. And I found the DVD, and and then I was like, oh, this film. I just came, all came sort of back to me. And then I just kept listening to the audio while I was cleaning, um, and then it just became a staple. So it was it was actually when I watched that film, I was like, oh, Peyton's dad, the second dad. But what's ironic is, and for people that know the Smart House movie, and again, I recommend you watch it. It's on Disney Plus. But he is a single dad. Is he's a widower, isn't he? Yes, he is. I'm getting confused. I'm getting confused with Little Giants, where the mum just left. No, it, yeah, in in Smart House, the mum has passed away because we. <laughs> it's it's a point of laughing for quite some time, but you're you're going to have to go and listen to it to to understand what I mean because. Not laughing at the fact that someone has died. It's laughing at, at kind of the content of what we're saying. Peach cobbler. <laughs> Floor absorbers. <laughs> Peach cobbler. Show me the honey. <laughs> <laughs> I tried so hard to get that guy on the podcast. Oh. I still I still might. Um but but yeah, so he is a widower in that, and then in this, he's a widower. And what we said in this in the Smart House episode is that he is really good at playing like grief. And <laughs> his why is that funny, you sick bastard? He's really good at playing grief. <laughs> uh, you know, like Charlie Brown and Snoopy. <laughs> oh, grief! <laughs> that. Uh, he is and his voice is his voice he has like these inflections of like pain in there and he and and he plays that really well in this episode uh well before we get into that what what did you think of him as you know a replacement for peyton's first dad do you think it was this is an improvement not an improvement what would you think um I mean i I don't want to say too much on it until the judgments at the end because you know, I think he's someone I'm definitely going to highlight. Um, okay. And he's he's been given the opportunity in this episode to kind of be that character and express that character a little bit more because, you know, 
OG dad doesn't quite have that opportunity. He's there for a bit. He goes for a bit. He's there for a bit. He goes for a bit. Has a couple of funny lines, you know, gives Peyton a couple of birthday presents, and that's kind of it. We we don't really see much else from him, other than you know, and a brief moment on a webcam. That's that's kind of it. But I feel like he he could have done a good job. Um, it does kind of intrigue me as to why they've made the switch. Why why have we changed the actor? But these things happen, you know schedules change or they just decide they want to go another direction it becomes contractual that sort of thing you know this this guy i don't know this guy's name do you know this guy's name new guy new dad i am not 100 percent sure keep keep going it will come back to me okay um so like new dad um might have already been working for the channel and they decided that you know he's you know contractually obliged to fulfill something you know in whatever way you know um so he i think he did a really good job and he does display that kind of heartfelt sadness but you know trying to impart wisdom and bring a little bit of joy and explanation to the episode and, and to the character very well um, and he gets those messages across to Peyton, you know. So this episode is massive for Peyton because we find out that she is adopted. This is the reason mm-hmm. that Elle? Yeah, Ellie. L- L- Ellie, yeah. Ellie has appeared and has claimed to be her mother and has caused all sorts of confusion. And um, th- this episode... Eh, frust- these sorts of episodes frustrate me because they flick back and forth, but actually... It's it's flicking back to scenes we haven't seen, so it's okay. But you know, sometimes I like a fairly, you know, consistent timeline that that flows the right way. But actually, that this one, you know, jumped about a bit. There were some bits I thought, oh, did we need to jump back to that? But actually, it was it was okay. Um, and she jumps back to where she first sees her dad coming off the boat at the dock. You know, where she sort of left Jake and Jenny before, and the one that has the picture of everyone, everybody leaves. Is that right? That is that the picture with the boat kind of going away and she's mm-hmm. growing up. Um, it's a great picture, by it's the way. It's a good one. I really like that picture. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah is yeah. that a popular one? In- uh, yeah, all of them are popular, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, so um, it's kind of familiar surroundings, new actor, and she's confronting him straight away and saying, you know, this, you've got to tell me the truth. And he's like, I'll, I'll it's almost like he, she, she'd been... Ex- Sorry, she had um, been told, "Oh, I'll tell you when I kind of see you face to face," and then he's desperate to get home, and uh, that's probably his time to think, "Okay, how can I, how can I sell this to her now? You know, how can I relay this information in a nice way uh, that doesn't like freak her out and make her think it's, you know, that she's been lied to her entire life because it's all about protecting her." And we get to you know the point where they're, they're kind of nose to nose confronting each other on on the dock or on the jetty whatever you want to call it and she's like i'm in front of you now we're face to face just tell me there's no point in, in in wasting time this is i need to have that information now and he then starts to starts to explain he says you know this happened that happened you're adopted and then her story kind of progresses from there yeah it well put my friend his name is kevin kilner that's right i remember now kevin kilner 
Yeah, I can't lie. I had I had to I no, I had to IMDB it. But <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I was like, of course, oh. Kevin Kilner, because again I've tried to get him on the podcast loads as well. And he pops up in, in a couple of things. But I yeah, I think he's a really good actor. I really rate him. Uh this storyline so I watched it, obviously, with you and everybody else for the watch along. And then I just listened to it while I was cooking dinner. And just listening to it, sometimes you pick up on different things because you're just listening to the dialogue. You're just listening to the words. And it really touched me, man. Like when he said, you know, don't you dare, like about talking about her mother, like her, her what we know as her adoptive mother now, like as in don't you dare think that she you know lied to you or was anything but an amazing mother like if you cried in the night she was always there she was you know all of these things and uh not to get not to get super deep but um i'm i'm sure that you know this dom um i'm not sure how comfortable i'm going to be sharing this like as in this may come out but both both of my parents are adopted both of them and you knew that right yeah 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 and and it's an odd it's a very odd thing because like they're adopted is completely random you know like they knew each other or anything they met when they were like 21 20 something like that and it just so it turned out that they had both both been adopted and, and brought up as you know with uh adoptive parents uh and family and this is in a time so my parents were born in the 60s this is in a time where you know abortion wasn't as accessible you know let's say um firstly just for me to throw out there i'm completely pro-choice a woman can do with her body as she wants you know uh it's completely individual and uh i have nothing but the utmost respect for people to do whatever they want with their own bodies uh but the reason that I say this is because, well, it, like if adoption didn't exist, then they probably my parents probably wouldn't exist, and if they didn't, if adoption didn't exist, then and they didn't exist, then I wouldn't exist, right? Um, so adoption is kind of a close thing to me. So I have always thought, at some point in my life, I would like to do that for somebody else, like to to adopt um, a child. Um, or fostering or something but my fear uh has always been this like what is in this storyline is like and maybe that's like a selfish way to look at it but in terms of you know loving loving a child adopting and loving them as as your own and raising them as your own and all of these things and then someone just swooping in and just being like well you know here here i am you know i'm ready to do whatever now and it's like but hang on we we're a family we've been doing this for you know their whole life but and then i guess you know it is just a selfish way of looking at it because well you would want that child to have everything that they can as many like my, my wife and i say this about our son uh that we just want him to be surrounded with as many people that love him as possible you know that the more people that love him and want to support him the better. Um, so I'm going to adopt him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, you know, we just want them to be in a positive, caring environment, you know. Um, so, yeah, so this one hits deep, and I think I've still got a lot of 
like individ like internal soul searching to do around it but uh it's definitely a personal one to me a great story thank you like thank you for sharing because that's it's not easy to share that sort of thing and it you know it it will resonate with a lot of people that listen as well because there there will be people that listen that are in that situation or have felt you know kind of like Peyton felt in this episode like they'd almost been lied to or their their kind of whole life is a lie and they don't know who they are but there'll be people that have you know come out of that as well and gone you know I, I know exactly who I am I know who my parents are because these people raised me, but actually I have, you know, different biological parents, you know, and that's, that's what it comes down to. It comes to, um, a bit of biology at the end of the day, but these people raised, talking back about Peyton and about One Tree Hill, these people raised Peyton, you know, they're her parents. They're the ones that gave her absolutely everything that, you know, she has now and, um, the life that she lives now. So, you, you know, it's, it's it's kind of one of those really isn't it it's it's a good story i think they do it well i think you, you know it's totally understandable the the reaction from the character from peyton i mean like how she feels about it she changes the mm-hmm. everybody leaves picture to everybody lies i thought that was really mm-hmm. good and she kind of dumps that on the dad's lap and then that kind of um spurs on the moment of how you know how they don't ever think of her that way you know that, that that's not right she loved you. She was there for you like all the time. One time you were sick kind of thing. And she was just by your side the whole time. It's just all that emotion and feeling just on that. A friend of mine has, has um, adopted a, a little boy and from start to finish, the whole process was very open and um, it, it, he was three or four when he's been adopted. So he knew he's being adopted and they, they got mm. the opportunity to make a video for the for the little boy to 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 kind of say this is going to be your new your new home this is your bedroom uh this is you know where you're going to live i'm going to be your like your new dad and your new mom and we're gonna we're gonna love you and look after you and Mm. we can't wait to to have you in the home uh Mm. in our home with us and it's going to be wonderful and they sent him the little video and he watched the little video so he kind of knew where he was going to Actually, a really sad part of the story is he went there and was adopted and, you know, was mm-hmm. being looked after, like, beautifully by my, my friend and his wife. Oh, I don't want there to be a sad ending to There's this. There's not a no. sad ending. There's not a sad ending. He's, he's, he's still there. He's still with them. He's still very happy. He's very okay. happy. And well, but it's, there's just one sad moment where he's, he's um, kind of there for the weekend or he's there for a week. He's been there a week or so, so far. And he just turns to my friend and says, oh, "Will I go back to the home soon?" Because he thought mm. he's because he's so used to being bounced from like foster home to foster home, that he thought he was just there for a little while and then being mm. being sent back. And they're like, "No, no, this is this is your forever home. This is where you'll live forever." And he was like, "Oh, okay." And then like really started to understand from that point, and from a very young age, you know, really really understood what was going on. And and yes, yeah, he's. he's a super happy little boy now i think i mean this is like five six years ago so he's not so little anymore <laughs> he's probably bigger than me <laughs> <But yeah. laughs> that's that's a nice story i mean and even the sad part had a good ending to it it was like no you can feel secure like this is this is your place yeah. you know this is this is where you cool. belong well right 
and that's what we all want we just want somewhere that feels like that's our place these are our these are my people you know so yeah i mean i hear stuff like that makes me really want to do it because it's like wow to be able to provide that for someone that's a, that's a beautiful thing um so yeah really cool i mean i like just on like my parents like i sometimes think about what are the chances like what are the odds of two people meeting that have been adopted like what are the odds of i don't know what the the rate is of adoption is anyway like you know how many in a hundred like i assume it's less than one in a hundred or something like that it must be you know it's slim right uh but for two people to meet and they're also the same age um but from different places like they're like they were uh brought up in different parts of the country um but yeah crazy so yeah it's it's a it's a heavy theme as well for a show but i think so far they're handling it really well yeah definitely and um peyton's kind of painting that number on the wall isn't she and there's that really sort of poignant moment at the end and it comes down to like just that number one and it's 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 really good kind of part of the episode i think as well very important yeah um and i mean this is also a bit deep but i've been exploring uh spirituality recently so it's um, this is actually something i don't think you and i have ever spoken about as adults well i think let's let's crack it open now let's you know let's let's break that boundary <laughs> we've broken so many already for this podcast 46 episodes in I broke the explicit boundary on the intro. I just decided to just throw in as many f bombs as I could. Is that staying in? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh great. Fuck yeah. <laughs> explicit content, people. <laughs> right. So, okay, we actually did just start recording and talking about the spirituality and religious beliefs and everything and my microphone accidentally unplugged and messed it all up which is a real shame because uh we we got really deep and it was actually really interesting oh no my virgin joke (laughs) no oh no oh no i made a joke about virgins and suicide or no not suicide uh sacrifice yeah it really made dom laugh oh damn it i might just put the reaction in i'm gonna keep your side of the record dom still got his side of the recording so uh maybe i'll be able to pick it up slightly i don't know we'll see um but sometimes we lose these things but right let's get back into one tree hill so loosely we've we've covered peyton talk to me lucas and brooke okay they're um brooke wants it to be like they're they're dating but not exclusively okay are we um are we assuming that this is because she's trying to protect herself because she doesn't want to get hurt again yeah in a, in a really strange way that i feel like her character has has reverted back to season one like i mentioned at the beginning she's she's got this sort of strange attitude about her um like when he when we first encounter her at the airport she thinks lucas is there to pick her up and he isn't he's there to pick up karen and it all gets very awkward and a little bit tense and they storm off or she storms off and makes it very clear that 
you know, she only wants um, like an open relationship at the time, and that that's the only way that you know they're going to be able to function together. You know, they get all the good bits and none of the bad bits, like the drama. Um, but there's no there's no development there, is there? There's no. It, it's all based out of not wanting to be hurt uh, again, and you know, somewhere in the back of her mind, she might still be thinking, okay, he's still into Peyton, so I need to. I need to keep my distance, but actually if I can get something out of it at the same time, then I will. And this is the sort of thing that isn't going to wash with Lucas. I mean, he's going along with it and he's like, yeah, 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 which he's done a few times. But actually, <laughs> um, it's definitely not, it's not him as well. He's not the sort of, he's not that sort of guy, is he really? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, what about... The fact that Brooke is taking over Nathan and Haley's apartment. I mean, you actually said in maybe the last episode or the one before, you were like, where are, the, where are they going to live? Where's Haley going to live? Where's, you know, Brooke going to live? Or I think you thought maybe Brooke was going to stay at Lucas's. But I mean, I guess you didn't see this coming. No, I, I, I hadn't seen, like, Brooke deciding to rent it. And she's actually quite nasty to Haley at one point at that moment because she walks in and says well you're not staying here because i just rented this place and then Haley looks like immediately kind of distraught she's already looking at the picture of herself that's been like defaced with like pink paint um which is like spread all over the wall and um she's like yeah you're not staying here because this is my place not this is nothing to do with you now and then as she's moving her stuff in and Peyton's kind of helping, they discuss the painting, don't they? They discuss, you know, um, what's happened on the wall. And she's like, you know, Peyton says, you you could leave that there. And she's like, no, no, we need to paint over it. It's horrible. And she's like, no, no, we could leave it there because, you know, um, like Peyton makes it very clear she's on Nathan's side in all of this. Um, and, it, you know, expresses her kind of loyalties to to nathan a little bit more than than Haley. but it does make yeah, sense uh, in the, within this episode because she's dealing with people that leave right so like her her biological mum left is kind of what she's thinking at this moment and Haley left you know they make these are choices that have been made i mean she's thinking of it from a potentially sort of naive standpoint but uh you can see and even brooke calls her up on it it's like is this really you know energy towards Haley, or is this actually energy because of what's going on with you know within your life i mean it's it's nathan that says uh, in the previous episode or maybe the one before uh, or, or the episode where they have like the the kind of benefit due for him is um sometimes people come back and he, he, you know, that's that's sort of words that would probably help her and and support her at, at that time. But it's just not going in. She's just too kind of hurt about things and feels like she's been lied to. So I, I get it. I understand it. It's it's fine. I I think it's quite a good reaction. And Brooke kind of snaps her out of it, but with the the cat hissing and the sort of thing. So that's quite a funny moment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well. Haley has a difficult episode. I mean, she she comes back. She does a lot of trying to explain herself with Nathan, trying to just sort of go back to how things were, trying to you know sort of get in his bed at one point. Not as in not in a like sexual way, but in like a 
you know but it, it becomes that doesn't it yeah i mean do you think that was coming from a place of desperation um i think it maybe desperation and familiarity so this mm. is this is what i want this is where i want to be and he you know very quickly stops it which i th- i think fair play well well done you know say so actually go and stay in that spare room and she's like i've got nowhere to stay and he has a, a really good line actually because he said that or, or something along the lines of well the darkness here is the same as darkness anywhere else you know it's, mm-hmm. it's just staying the night somewhere it's not it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. uh, and he's like making it very clear that this this is this is the scenario this is the situation i actually think nathan has my favorite line of the whole episode but i'll say that in in a minute when we get to judgments but it's um it's definitely a challenge one, one for Haley because she's kind of being rejected everywhere she goes. She's re- rejected by by Nathan, but is left to to kind of stay and is allowed to stay. She goes when you know they go to see the the blaze of um, Dan's um, dealership, uh, and she holds Nathan's hand, and it's kind of okay. Is this the moment? Are they are they going to start pushing their relationship forward? But no, they it it still becomes that that tense sort of conversation actually nathan's very grown up about it i think he you know there's there's he throws the annulment at her but she's the one that was like well you've written my face but he's you know very quick to say well actually because of this so i think i think he's actually coming from like a really grown-up stance and point of view which i'm not sure he would have had in like season one at all Mm -hmm. um or season too really for that matter he's just got to that point now where he's just like okay got to be there for my mum this is what's important family's important and you know you got me to this point and actually I'm not I'm not happy about it so you know it's not just going to be an easy ride for you to just walk back into my into my life and I mean and she cheated on him as well she kissed Chris yeah exactly it's not just that she went on tour she she kissed Chris and it's known, it's documented, you know, he's he knows about it, everybody knows about it. So, you know, it's it's difficult. This is a it's a very big hurdle that they're gonna have to go over. I think they will, but like I've said before, I think towards the end of season three, um, will but kinda of be crunch time. But the, this season for, for those two will will be uh, Nathan saying, I'm not ready for you to be like back in my life yet. I'm not ready for you to be my wife yet. <laughs> um, and uh, I want to kind of do my own thing. I think he's going to make a really big thing of High Flyers, and um, which we which we see him at for a little while, which is good. And he's getting these letters. And, um, yeah, it's all about him kind of taking his own leap now and his own, like, leap into that next phase and becoming, like, a better athlete. And a better basketball player. Well, and we actually get to see High Flyers. So when we spoke about it on the watch along, but now you've seen all of the things, you know, Deb's Den, High Flyers, which were like hoodies and things, logos that we had going from, you know, the big, you know, from season one, but they've come to fruition now. Um, so the, the gym bag that I have, we see it in there. There's one of six, all six are on screen at some point. So it is one of those six, and uh yeah you get to see the logo and all of that so that's really cool uh, does his friend at high flyers have a name who keeps calling him like hot shot and big time or whatever he calls him 
Yeah. Has he, begins has with, he been it, named I don't yet? think he's been named yet, but he gets named. Okay. All right. Because he, he seems... He's like Nathan's... Um, like, he sort of seems to be grounding Nathan a bit. He sort of, like, boosts him up, but grounds him. So he's kind of like Nathan's Jake. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe like Nathan's, like, high flies conscience kind of thing. Yeah. That's... that's He's kind of got the, you know, be, be sensitive about this. Whoever's writing you, you those letters, is, you know, obviously cares a lot about you. And if you're not going to, you, you know, take the opportunity, then I will. And it's kind of like, it's funny, but there's there's sentimentality behind it as well. Yeah, it's jovial but supportive. It's, it's good. Yeah. Well, and then Haley gets her job back at the cafe, not as a singer, but as a waitress. And while we are there, we see that Deb has renovated the place. What did you yeah. think of the renovations, the refurb? <laughs> it looked okay. I didn't really get a, a decent enough look at it, but I'm sure I'll see it, you know, in, in the episode that we're going to watch tonight with everybody. Um, I did see that there was a like a Bob Dylan quote on the wall, kind of above the the kitchen place, so... Um, it's a bit more musicy, a bit more arty, um, so hopefully draws in a good crowd. It did look fairly busy, which was good. It looked like business was business was pumping. So, yeah, good for Deb. Imagine we were business partners, right? I mean, technically, you could say we are podcasts, but let's say I go away to New Zealand for a summer, right? And I've been running this family business of mine you know, for the last like 20 years, you know, on my own, I brought you in in the last year. It's been great. We've got a partnership going now. I leave for six weeks. I come back and you've renovated my business that I've had for like two decades. I think there's a bit of audacity there. I mean, it it paid out and she was cool with it, but there's a bit of a leap of faith, don't you think? Yeah, and, you know, Deb's been a bit of a loose cannon with the whole drug thing and she's she's just easily influenced by the looks of it um yeah it's all a bit strange isn't it you know deb just going a bit wild she she went down to she went down to b&q and just bought the first eight tins of paint she could find <laughs> yeah printed some stuff off of uh you know Encarta and uh and Encarta. <laughs> just find the first quote you can in Encarta and bang that on the wall <laughs> Everyone's first digital encyclopedia. Um, 100%. So, you know, Deb has a, a few bits in here. She gets gives her annulment papers, or divorce papers, sorry, to, to Dan. Um, that's kind of all her function, really. But Dan, his, his burn, his burn's itch when he gets agitated. Uh, he can't remember who who did this to him but he has like a memory of seeing a, a figure of someone and he's determined to find out has a great scene uh in the confession booth in the church uh <laughs> he sit, goes to sit down and the uh the, the priest is saying you know welcome my son da, da, da. and it's like yeah yeah whatever this isn't this isn't my <laughs> thing okay and then basically says you know if I it goes into this whole monologue, it's so good and he delivers it so well. And then at the end, he's just like, you know, when I find this person, the sins I commit then will turn this place to rubble. It's like, oh, it's so good. 
it's so good <laughs> who is it dom who did it and what's he gonna do when he finds him just don't know but that this is the great thing about the start of this episode is that it, you know it could be dan it could be dan it could be nathan it could be deb it could be lucas you, you know they're, they're all kind of like i've done a terrible thing or something's happened and you know lucas is the fire engines and he looks out and it's like oh it could be andy it could have been karen it could be keith there's just so many variables. Oh, you got so you got variables. to put your money down right now. It's fight night. It's Vegas. You got to put your money down. Where's it going? If you had to choose right now, no cop outs. Nathan. It's like putting all your money on double zero. And <laughs> <laughs> hoping for the best. Well, okay, we'll yeah. we'll find out. We'll find out. Well, what about Mouth? Moves some of Brooks' things into the apartment, moves a, a sofa on his own. Pivot. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pivot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting that up those stairs wouldn't have been easy. No, and uh, he broke up with Erica Marsh because she got popular. She broke up with him. Sorry, she broke up with Eric, with Mal it's because a very she got important popular. detail. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's quite a sad moment, and and you can kind of see that from sort of silly high school, um, kind of sentimentality. But you, you know, the the way we leave them in the last episode, you would think that you know you're heading into the summer where school isn't going to be a thing, so what what direction is she taking you know how is she going to be popular because there's there's nothing happening so surely she'd spend a lot of her time with with mouth that would be you know the what you would expect over the summer so so why has she suddenly become popular and 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 like vanish from his life is it because she's written out of it now we're never going to see her again is that is that the plan uh, i'm not sure but you know maybe we just needed to get rid of her for whatever reason i think we didn't want to pay her obscene contract yeah, or I think she probably just became like the head of a cult and started sacrificing virgins. Maybe like, oh god, <laughs> her and Jimmy. <laughs> oh god. Oh no! Fucking hell! Mouse killed another one. For fuck's sake! <laughs> if we never see Erica Marsh again, that's it. She's definitely with Jimmy, and they're definitely dead. In in a marsh, so he put Erica in a marsh. <laughs> yeah. Panics every time, like. Uh, Lucas gets thrown into that like muddy puddle. That's where, <laughs> that's where a lot of the bodies are. You can, when when watch the episode back when Brooke asks him what happened to Erica Marsh, and you just see his like legs tapping, and he's just like <laughs> holding into his own hands, and just like a slight eye twitch. The bobble gets like ninety percent worse. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, spicy. Talking about bobble and squint, bobble and squint hoodies t-shirts stickers designs are on the merch store right now links below tahani went nuts they are so good it is insane these are designs that tahani made herself you know on photoshop and whatever they're like sort of comic book style but there's like ones that are like super detailed with like everything river courts behind them and everything and there's ones that are a bit more stripped back and it's just so cool so cool like if you 
if you ever want to support something, you know, we, we made the prices at cost price. We don't even make profit. We did that on purpose because we just want to, we just want them to be as cost efficient and available to people to be able to rep because it's not about money. It's about, you know, making this stuff available. So first and foremost, thank you so much to Harney. They're so cool. Uh, you know, I can't wait to, um, to rock one myself, of course. But Dom, what, what do you think of these designs? This came from, you know, Bobble and Squint. It came from the watch along. came from you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, they're amazing. Oh, they're fantastic. And we, we, we put quite a bit of pressure on Tahani to, to provide. You know, we, I'm still waiting for Peg Leg Luke. But, um, <laughs> and Stone in the, the, the Snow. Bo- Stone in the Snow. The Bobble and Squint stuff is fantastic. It is amazing. I'm going to get a Bobble and Squint t-shirt, I've decided. For it's sure. going to happen and I'm going to wear it with pride and people ask me what it is and I'll be like if you don't understand it have a look at this and I'm going to put a, my yeah, Keith what slab of beef hoodie on <laughs> I got Dom a Keith slab of beef hoodie for his birthday and the Ra- and the uh, Mighty Ravens one as well Mighty Ravens. that one's really dope as well but uh, all of the hoodies are white <laughs> we don't seem to do it. the Mighty 90s one's black but uh they're kind of these designs as that better on white hoodies. But yeah, but check it out. Link will be in the description. Uh, I think they're really, really cool. But yeah, okay. Who else do we need to talk about here? Karen? In it Karen. For a bit. She's in it for a bit. She didn't do much, really, did she? She returns. Um, she, I take it she found Andy, because at the end, it was a bit ambiguous at the end of season two, wasn't it? You know, what happened to Andy? Where is he? It was on the whole lead up to him being this super assassin and killing Dan. Um, <laughs> and then, like, oh, he's not checked in yet, or he's not made it there yet. Oh, okay, that's a bit strange. So I just kind of thought he wasn't going to New Zealand. So, yeah, she she's obviously just come back from there. So he, she must have been there with him, I assume. Um, so I, I, I'm not sure where her story's going to lead us, but... I think she needs to find out about Lucas and and the heart condition in this season. She's got to find out. There's got to be, she's got to be in an absolute rager, and then he's going to use it as an excuse to like stop shouting at me. My heart hurts. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I, I think, I think that might happen. She might even wangle uh, Dan paying for it, you know, out of some sort of settlement. Like he's your son, you need to pay for it. Mm. You can't get away with this. I don't mm. know. I think she needs to find out though. Maybe Keith tells tells her. Keith Keith has got to reappear, surely. We need Keith back. What? Keith and Cooper. How do you owning, <laughs> owning this joint? How would you feel if we never saw Keith again? I I'd be very annoyed because it was an awful way to write him out. Hmm. <laughs> With no ending. He had no ending. But you know, we say we say it all the time. Sometimes the actors scheduling conflicts, you know, different ran, things ran in life. With, ran away with Erica Marsh. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Mal. I told you, Jimmy is Mal is Keith's son. You know, <laughs> they're together. Just you know, yeah. And got himself a teenage girlfriend. Wow. Oh God. <laughs> Leader of that cult. <laughs> well. Uh, Okay, was there anything else we want to say on this episode before we go into Judgment Land? I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that stands out. I mean, there are probably some bits. I mean, we kind of uh, grazed over some of this stuff uh, because we, 
we lost some of our recording and you know but but i think we've hit the the major points uh so yeah if you enjoy our content and you want to support us on our podcast journey then please help us out and check us out and become a raven don't be a pigeon be a raven and uh check out ravenshoops.net for our patreon why dom because basketballs go through hoops but they also go through nets ravenshoops.net dom who's your favorite performer of this episode I'm going to give it to uh, Newman. Um, new. Oh, Kevin new Kilner. Newman, yeah, Kevin Kilner. Who I can't. What's his character's name? Larry. Larry. I was thinking, is it Larry? But yeah. Um, yeah, Kevin Kilner. I think a good introduction episode uh, for the actor to come in and kind of show what he's made of. So yes, it's going to Kevin Kilner today. What about yourself? Mine is Kevin Kilner. Smart house alumni. (laughs) Same reasons. I think it's just, yeah, really great performance. Carried the weight of that storyline. Yeah, really good. Favorite character of this episode? This is is quite difficult. Uh, I I didn't really enjoy, like, Brooke and lucas's storyline in this episode and that and the sort of tension between them and uh you know they're essentially doing friends with benefits or this open relationship it's it's the same thing she tried to paint it you know in a different color but it's the same thing really um so i actually think i'm going to give it to peyton i think peyton was my favorite character she had the most kind of poignant message and the biggest struggle of the episode uh, uh, and was, you know, fairly good at kind of overcoming it or coming out of it, you know, even though it is clearly affecting her majorly. So, yeah, Peyton, what about yourself? I am going to double up with Larry. Ooh, Larry. <laughs> what up, Larry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, for the reasons that, you know, we've already touched on. Favourite background performer one line or less i've got someone who who doesn't have a line at all uh which makes me really happy because um he's in the airport when you see karen and lucas in shot there's this guy in a shirt and tie it's like it's a lot of brown there's a lot of brown like clothing like <laughs> beige sort of colors but he is walking with purpose he is walking right at them he's coming for them the camera flicks to the other side and looks back and he's gone and that guy is making that flight <laughs> he he was awesome so yeah i'm I picking picking him background walker in the airport um did you have a background performer that stood out to you simon of course of course uh at high flyers when uh they're the the camera is sort of coming in on a crane and they're playing basketball on the court and there's uh, someone that like fires the ball in and then Nathan does uh, like dunks it. So I'm going to say person that got that assist because if they didn't if they didn't throw it up he wouldn't have got it. What about your favourite song of the episode? Uh, I actually can't pinpoint. There was a song that pretty much played all the way through, 
Um, so I, I'll, I'll pick that song, but I don't know what it was. I haven't had a chance to to kind of figure that out. So do you have one? And I'll happily agree with yours. I'm going to say the song at the end with the montage. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, it's just a good one. Good vibe. Uh, What about your favorite line of the episode? I've written down two. Okay. I've written down two from two different people. So my first one is from Nathan. Nathan is talking to Hayley, and they're having their little back and forth about the uh, annulment papers being signed. Uh, And Nathan says, yeah, after I drove a thousand miles to see you, and you didn't even call me after I left. Must have been hell of an encore. Mm I thought that was quite a good line. And my next favourite line is Brooke talking to Peyton um, about decorating the place and she's like we can paint here we can paint there and some of those creepy no one understands me drawings <laughs> that you do um, so I think I'll go with that I'll go with Brooks line for this one uh, and your favourite line sir mine is going to be from Larry when he said you know how dare you you know this is the classic we spoke Fuck about you, it painting? <laughs> maybe that's why I like it so much it's just like <laughs> at her cuts her deep uh, but yeah it just <laughs> It just had good... Sometimes sometimes we go off and we can rant at people, like in life, I mean, and then sometimes we get checked and people are just like, no, you don't, don't act like this. You're not thinking yeah. about it three-dimensionally, you know? And that was one of their moments of it's like, you can be upset, you can be confused, you can work this stuff out, but at the same time, you're not going to disrespect, you know, my my wife that's not with us anymore you know because she did everything for you so it's like that's one of their moments i've been on the receiving end of things like that before from parents and things where it's like yeah okay yeah i needed to be checked because i'm not thinking about it from other people's perspectives you know so i think it's a, it's a, it's a good one it is a good one okay so time to go to the precious precious rating you know how this goes did you have a rating in mind before we started this conversation? Yes. Did it increase, decrease, or stay the same during the duration of this conversation? It stayed the same. Same question, Simon. Thanks for asking, Dom. <laughs> uh, I do all the heavy so lifting harsh. here, don't I? My shoulders so must be made of granite. Uh I have a number, and it stayed the same. Should okay. we say it on three, my compadre? Absolutely. I think we've definitely got different numbers. I definitely. think I we have similar numbers. Okay. Maybe one off. Maybe one off. Yeah. Un, deux, trois, eight. Seven. I thought that would be the case. Yeah. <laughs> how how high is to... your seven? I think I think it's a, a pretty standard seven. It's not a six, but it's it's a pretty standard seven. Can I, can I, I just stop you there? Push. Can I just interrupt you there? Because I know what you're about to do, and I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> oh, Most anticipated I... podcast episode of the year. <laughs> yeah, and you're ruining it. 
look, <laughs> been through it tonight. Lost some recording. I lost maybe maybe my favourite joke of season two. We're in season three of season three already. It, it would have made it. In, you said that that would have made it into the season four intro, and I lost it. I've been through it, <laughs> and I just know you get to this mode of, oh, judgments are coming up. This is my number. Putting my feet in the ground Fuck you, everyone. I'm not budging. This is a seven. I'm not going to move it from a seven. This is a seven. No, I can't meet you there. I can't meet you at an eight. I'm staying here at a seven. I'm sick of it, Dom. Think about other people's perspective. Think about other people's feelings. Think about everybody else. Let Just just meet me at an eight and we'll call it a night. But, but the whole point is that I, I have to think of it from my perspective, from my feelings, from my point of view. Don't don't give me those faces, boy. I'm not having that from you. <laughs> he boyed me. <laughs> boy? <laughs> Could we not get to an eight? I, I reckon it, it's more of a seven because I think the rest of the season is going to build. It's, it's, a, it's a fairly good episode to start on. Um, there's a lot of elements um, that draw a lot of storyline out of it and and it's just going to build from there and i I think you know i I would be surprised if anything in the season from what i've been told goes below a seven and everything from now on will probably be higher than a seven you know if it follows suit with what everyone has been telling me but i know i don't think it's more than a seven i think it's an eight convince me tell me why i should beat you at an eight tell me why that is the right choice for me to make it's 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 the setup, isn't it? This is this is the setup for the season, but it's it's like we've we've seen a little bit of high flyers, we've seen a flash there, we've seen a little bit of, um, you, you know what was going on with Dan. You know everybody's desperate to find out what's going on there, um, and see a little bit more. There was a little bit of a, a dream sequence where his arm was on fire, you know, and there was the <laughs> kind of noises that that went along with it, um, it. It was, as an episode goes, it was fairly good. You know, it's close to being being a decent episode. It it is, it's just outlining what's to come, uh, and and when you outline what's to come, it's a seven. Do you prefer Papa John's pizza or Domino's pizza? Domino's. Okay, you get a Domino's. Do you ever get the nachos? It's like a starter. No. Do you ever get a starter? Um. Not really, but let's say I do. Let's say I get wedges or something. So dry. Not even... <laughs> okay. Like, I like a wedge, sure, but you eat meat. You could have chicken wings. They do vegan wings now or vegan... Okay, you get some wedges. That's like a setup. Is you saying that there's no way that some potato wedges can get an eight? No. So dry, exactly like you said. You just proved my own point. Thank you very much. See you at seven, my friend. So are you saying that this episode's potato wedges? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. It's lightly spiced potato wedges. <laughs> okay, I'll meet you at a seven. Uh, but there's some episodes here in the season that I will not buckle on. I'm not putting poles out, not doing any of that stuff. I'll put you in a headlock 
And if we get enough fan reviews and votes, then we'll have to put your mum in a headlock. But that's contractual. Oh, again? <laughs> She's aware. That's not anything we can do about that. That's terms and conditions of a competition that we're running. <laughs> Wait, of our, of our listeners, like, you know, the, um, or Ravens, who would you feel most comfortable letting them put your mum in a headlock? And who would you feel least comfortable doing it? <laughs> Um, most comfortable Ooh, someone like Tammy maybe I'll let Tammy do it she can be because she'll pretend to be me at the same time she'll be like doing that doing her accent version of me I'm over here mother I'm yeah. over here <laughs> I'm over here hi mum you've become a raven <laughs> she'll be chucking all that in there so you know that'd be quite funny Um, most threatened by or like most worried about yeah you, definitely you're definitely <laughs> a bit of a, a weird entity um what i don't know <laughs> why uh, i know your mum the best I... of the ravens yeah exactly that's what makes it weird <laughs> um i think magdalena or marine would be concerning oh, jesus christ yeah that would be f- fucking terrifying please just like i'll, I'll be worried that they just left with the head Oh God! <laughs> in the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're laughing about someone severing your mother's head and putting it in a box. <laughs> Just oh, our dear. our listeners. That's our listenership right there. Yeah, sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! So. If you want to follow us on social media, <laughs> you can hit us up on Instagram, Dom. At the Ravens Podcast. No, no. no. At Ravens mm-hmm. Podcast. Sorry, yeah. it's because it's at the Mighty 90s, that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to do that one first and I changed my mind. So, yes, at Ravens Podcast for all our One Tree Hill goodness, greatness, wonderfulness and this podcast. And uh, all the links are below, so please click on them, follow them, like us, follow us, you know, rate, review, subscribe, the usual. We also have another channel, which is at The Mighty Ravens, which has all our other podcast information on there. Please find that podcast as well. Links are all in uh, the description. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they're all there. They're all available for you. Links are below. Please find it. Go and have a listen. Listen to Smart House. See, you know, watch Smart House. Kevin Keon is in it. Uh, listen to our first like ever proper podcast that we released, and many, many others. There's loads of like '90s films on there. Mad props is on there. Conversations with it's all wonderful. There's something about Dawson's Creek, but I'm really fussed by that. <laughs> and also, we haven't had a review in a long time, people. Rain, <laughs> we do it. Marine, if you get 60 more reviews, you can put my mum in a headlock. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to pay for your own flight and travel and accommodation. Yeah, we haven't had a review in a while. So, um, yeah, please help us out. Keep us fresh, you know. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate you all. Thank you for listening. Grateful. Humble. Dom. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to us. Um, Keep sharing your stories with us as well because we've had loads of lovely messages recently. um, People listening and, you know, uh, just bringing that community together and just a feeling of a little bit of escapism and, um, yeah, people like listening to us to to get away from 
you know things that might not be so great at home or elsewhere and that's it's nice please keep sharing your messages with us and um we'll, we'll always respond that's the that's the difference we will always respond we're always going to say something back so, every time yeah if you want to talk to us we'll we'll talk straight back so for yeah, sure please keep doing that we love it but yeah please rate review subscribe um give us a little a little mention a little shout out little five stars take your best friend's phone whack it on there they're not they're never gonna know it's not gonna hurt them perfect amen so dom what accent we doing baby it's it's not been just us two for such a long time i reckon we do it just as me and you just what, straight what up yeah straight up high straight energy up. low <laughs> energy <laughs> what <laughs> what has St Albans got to do with anything it's just the voices just the voices my friend it's the area it's the local area alright <laughs> okay so are we going high energy low energy let's go high energy we want to we, we feel our we want to leave our you know ravens and pigeons feeling pumped oh, okay we're gonna we're gonna win this motherfucking game I'm gonna smash this fucking game yeah, like dis- we're gonna destroy the backboard. Yeah, everything's gonna explode. Yeah, mouse head's gonna fall off. Yeah, this is a craziness. Are you ready to pump it up? Pump it, baby. I said, are you ready to pump it up? Pump it, baby. <laughs> Ravens on three. Yeah. One, two, three. Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. It is busted. <laughs>